Welcome to the Faith to Change Your World broadcast with Brother Chidi Aiko. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. 3 John chapter 2, that's the King James Version. Now here is the Amplified Version. Beloved, I pray that you prosper in every way and that your body may keep well even as your soul keeps well and prospers. And let's see the message version. What, is it, what does the message version say? And the message version reads that we are best of friends and I pray for good fortune in everything you do and for your good health that your everyday affair may prosper as well as your soul. Now speaking about faith for your finance, using faith for your finance. Go with me to the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 17. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 17. The Bible says that church them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but trust in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. So you see, God has given us and he is the one who continues to endow us with everything that we need to enjoy. So who gives us richly, not miserly, but richly all things to enjoy. Deuteronomy 8.18 The Bible says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. And that's the reason why he's giving you the wealth. Not so that you can flaunt and show off, but that so that he can establish his covenant on earth, which is sworn to our fathers, as it is this day. If you read this in the NIV translation, the Bible says, if you read it from the NIV uh, rendering, it says that God gives us the ability to produce wealth. The ability to produce wealth. So you see, believers are supposed to be wealth producers. Wealth producer. Say, say I am a wealth producer. Say I am a wealth producer. Believers are supposed to be wealth producers. So all believers in every part of the earth are supposed to be wealth producers. Don't get this twisted. God wants you prosperous. He wants you richly enjoying as long as your soul is prospering in his kingdom God wants you prosperous and the reason why God is blessing you the reason why he wants you prosperous is because he wants you to finance his end time harvest and become a blessing to somebody else so he's not blessing you so that you can show off and then intimidate others with your wealth no no if you if you still do that then you are you are a child you are still in the pews God is blessing you so that you can 
finance his end-time kingdom, his end-time harvest, and his end-time project, and then so that you can also become a channel of blessing to somebody else. Remember, you are not that person's source. Only God is the source. But you can be a channel of blessing to somebody else. And so, those of us who God bless and, and are receiving the blessings of God have taken ourselves to be owners of wealth. But we have stewardship responsibility. It means that we have to give account of the way we spend the money God is giving to us. And that's how, on that, when God will commit more into your hands. When you are a good steward and you can properly account for what he has given to you, then more will be committed into your hands. He's blessing you so that you can establish his will on earth. He's blessing you so that you can become a blessing to somebody else. He's blessing you so that his kingdom may come. He's blessing you so that the gospel of this kingdom may be preached in all the world. He's blessing you so that you can become a son of righteousness. It is God's will for every of his child to enjoy financial prosperity. But you see, you need to develop faith for your finance. You have to believe God for your financial empowerment. Why? Because it is God that gives power to get wealth. Only God gives power to get wealth. So when God gives you power to get wealth, that wealth comes with lots of peace. It comes with lots of prosperity. It comes with lots of joy. It comes with grace and no trouble. The Bible says in Proverbs 10, 22, that the blessing of the Lord, it brings wealth without painful toil for it. It adds no sorrow. So when you get wealth and you see how to run around and you cannot sleep, that's devilish. It's not the word from the kingdom of God. God wants you blessed. But you see, God is the one who empowers you financially. It is he who gives you power to get wealth. But he's not going to throw money at you from heaven. You are not going to, he's, not going, he's not going to open your roof and say, Hey, Jonathan, that's the money for you. No, 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 that's not what God is going to do. He's going to give you ideas and insights. He's going to give you opportunities. He's going to give you what Ora Roberts calls um, ICIs, ideas, concepts, and insights. God will give you these things. They would open your eyes and would become the avenues for you to get wealth. Ideas that God will give you will make you millionaires, billionaires in multiple international currencies. Ideas that God will give you will spread your name and fame in all nations of the world. Ideas, ICIs, ideas, insights, and concepts. God is going to give you ideas. He's going to give you insights. He's going to give you opportunities on all sides. So that you can become what he wants you to become and and do what he wants you to do. You can become who he wants you to become on earth and do what he wants you to do. Develop faith for your finance. Believe that God wants you prosperous and begin to walk in the prosperity that he has produced and provided. Believe God holy. Believe God. You have to believe God holy. And that's the only way you can begin to walk in the realities of the things that God has provided. 
You see, grace has made all things available, but it is your faith that would help you walk in the realities of what grace has provided. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10, let's go there, verse 22. Let's look at it more carefully now. Proverbs 10, 22, the Bible says that the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, not blessings, but the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he added no sorrow with it. He added no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. The NIV translation, I love the NIV translations for this verse. The NIV translation says, The blessing of the Lord brings wealth. It brings true riches without painful toil for it. Without painful toil. Because you can get wealth and then you have killed yourself and then at the time you are getting the wealth, you no longer have the body and the health to enjoy the wealth. No! That's not the blessing. The blessing brings you wealth without painful toil for it. The believer in the Lord is not supposed to labor tirelessly night and day just to put food on his or her table. You are not supposed to work five jobs just to meet your responsibility at home. You are not supposed to. No, that is not life under the that, that's not life under the kingdom. It is life under the course. It is life that is patterned according to the Babylonian system, and that's not what God wants for you. God wants you to enjoy life to the fullest. He wants you to embrace his blessing, which is what will bring you wealth without painful toil for it. God wants you to enjoy prosperity in your soul. It wants you to enjoy prosperity in your health. It wants you to enjoy prosperity in your financial life. So, but then you have to believe and receive the blessing to be able to walk in the kind of prosperity that will bring you wealth without painful toil for it. You have to believe and receive the blessing of the Lord. Embrace the blessing. What you do not believe, you cannot attract. There are many people who say it's salvation. Christ died to provide salvation for us. But you see, salvation is not just about giving your life to Christ. Salvation is like a package. It's like a box. It is having numerous goodies inside of it. It has good health. It has longevity of life. It has financial prosperity, it has salvation of your soul, it has repentance, it has lots of things and lots of good things inside of the salvation package. And so believers have taken only one or at most two, salvation of soul and then repentance and then running with it all along, running with it, forgetting that there are other goodies in the bag that you have to come back to look at and also get to use for yourself and take advantage of. So, God wants you prosperous. Go back and look into that salvation package. Go back and look into it. The Bible is our salvation manual. It gives us, it gives us information and revelation knowledge about everything that is inside our salvation package. So, go back and look from the hand, that from, from, from the manual and the 
book that God has given unto us and see into your salvation package that there are many more things that you are yet to take. You are yet to assess. Why? Because you are focused on only... God wants you prosperous. God wants you living a good life. He's not happy when you have to beg, when you have to starve your family. It doesn't give God joy. Your suffering does not make a difference. People are complaining that you don't have to spend, if you're a believer, you don't have to spend money, you don't have to live a good life, you have to suffer till you die. No, that's not true. A believer is expected to live here as well as he would live in heaven. When you go to heaven, what would you find? You will find streets of gold. So if you have this mentality here on earth, you will not be able to survive in heaven because there will be no place where you will see tatteredness or patched roofs or things that are not befitting for kings. In heaven, you find streets of gold. In heaven, you find mansions. And the Bible says that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God who has made heaven to be filled with streets of gold and mansions that are supernaturally big wants you to live a life that is prosperous here on earth. You have to believe that God is your shepherd. God is your shepherd. And if he's your shepherd, he will provide for you and you will not want any good thing. People read, people read and pray with Psalm 23 verse 1, but they don't have strong connection to what they pray. They don't have intercourse with the words that they speak. If the Lord is your shepherd, then you will never want. You will never want. Why? Because the shepherd would always provide everything for you, his sheep. It would always provide everything. In Philippians 4.19, the Bible says that, Philippians 4.19, the Bible says that, And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And my God, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. This is the attitude you need to have to develop strong faith for your financial turnaround. This is the attitude. Whatever it is, God shall supply. That should be your testimony. Daddy, we don't have this, God shall supply. Mommy, we don't have this, my God shall supply. We don't have this. He will supply. Whatsoever it is, God shall supply. And my God shall supply. My God shall supply. You speaking with boldness. You declare with faith. God shall supply. And my God shall supply. He will surely supply. And when you begin to walk like this, you begin to experience the supplies. The supernatural supplies of heaven. Oh, so sweet. The supplies of God are so sweet supernaturally. Supernaturally, supernaturally, supernaturally. You begin to experience the supplies of God. And my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. According to his bank. And what is his bank? 
that is never depleting. The bank is the riches in glory. Kai, that's the bank from which God supplies and gives you. From the riches in glory. His riches in glory. It begins to supply you everything that you would ever need in this life and in the life to come. Let's go to the book of Hebrews. I'm rounding up. Let's go to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews. Sister Abigail, you read it for us. Um, the book of Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 2. Hebrews. Are we there? Are you there? Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 2. Okay, let me read it from here. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, and by whom he made all the world. Hmm. The amplified version. The amplified version of Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2 precisely. The amplified version says something very unique. It says, Jesus is the lawful owner of everything. And by him the worlds were created. By Jesus, the worlds were created. So, what is it that you need? Your shepherd owns everything. What is it that you need? Your God, who is rich in glory, owns everything. And he will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. All you need to do is believe he can. And you begin to see results like never before. You begin to see supernatural change in your finance like never before. Take your eyes off men as your source. What are you? The Bible says that what are you that make man, that relies on man, that makes man his source. You cannot make man your source. God and God alone is your source. Only God is your source. Men can be channeled, but God is the real source. And when you begin to put your faith on men to be your source, when they lock out, <laughs> your source is gone forever. But when you put your faith in God, your source is never depleting. It can never go down. So, God is your source. Remember that. God is your source. So, your shepherd is Jesus and he owns everything on earth. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have nothing to worry about. Nada. Nada. You have nothing to worry about. He's not going to give you crumbs. Jesus will not give you crumbs. He's the owner of everything. And unlike a human source who would want to give you maybe 0.5% of his income or... 0.1% of his, of his income. No, Jesus will not give you crumbs. No, he will not. In fact, let's go to the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 17. It says something striking there. Romans 8 17. What will Jesus give us? Let's read from verse 16 uh, so that we can have a better understanding. The spirit itself bears, bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And verse 17, and he said, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint hairs with Christ. So we are joint hair with Christ. We are joint hairs with Christ. We are joint hairs with Christ. So it means that like Jesus, you also 
are the lawful owner of everything on earth. You are the lawful owner. So you have nothing to worry about. Like Jesus, you are joint heir with Christ. You are joint heir. You are heir of everything. You are heir of this world. Like Jesus. You are the heir of everything. So do not panic. Take advantage of the fact that your shepherd is the lawful owner of everything. And by him alone were all the worlds created. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you are blessed. We upload new messages every week to keep you inspired and strengthened in faith. Call us today on 0909-632-5899. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our channel. God bless you.